0: welcome to the blaine mcdougall podcast featuring lipstick and cowboy boots now i say this you guys because the last two episodes that you would have heard which would have been in december of 2018 were with blaine McDougal, and now it is um the middle of july 2019 and guess who's back blaine is back blaine how's it
1: going Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How about you?
0: Oh, just ducky. And um, I say that because it has not stopped raining in Canada. Like, if you guys thought that Pinocchio and Calgary were bad, it's not, it's never ending. Are you guys getting the rain? We've had a lot of
1: rain this spring here. Yeah, we've had a lot of rain. It's finally dried up the past like two weeks and now we're it's like 103 today. So we're drying out. Well. We have
0: no sign of drying out. If you could send up a life jacket, that would be handy.
1: Well let's I'll get one on the way. Thank you.
0: Well, let's get right at it. So what we want to do today is uh, we're going to talk about like what's happening in the standings in the WPRA, who's headed to the NFR, who's going to be going for the first time. I mean, we just had Pinocchio, which was big. We had Calgary, which was obviously really big. Um, and myself, I have not been paying very much attention to it. So that's why we bring in you, the professional. So uh, take it away, Blaine. Who do you want to talk about?
1: Well, uh, I guess we'll just kind of start off the bat. You know, after Calgary, um, Haley had a phenomenal showing up there that rocketed her to first in the standings mm-hmm. with one hundred and thirty thousand eight hundred and ninety-one dollars. Um, what can't you say about sister? Oh. You know, um, wins all four, goes in her pool. Um, you know, just
0: arena record. I mean, that's arena record two arena records. <laughs> yes,
1: and she just. She's phenomenal. She's one of the best horses that I've gotten to witness in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we say that about Louie of how phenomenal he is, and he is, but, you know, sister, she's only, I, th- I think she's only eight years old.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: and she's already, like, at $1.2 million in her career. It's just phenomenal the story that's unfolding there and back to number one in the world standings. Mm-hmm. And she won Fort Worth this year. And,. She's just just rewriting the record books, in my opinion, on what she can do.
0: She gives me, just thinking about the two of them and watching them run, um, gives me goosebumps every single time. Maybe I get teary-eyed, maybe I won't. I won't won't tell everybody that, but um, yeah, no, they're (laughs) just incredible to watch.
1: And she can just stand up on anything, you know, and she won yes. Pinoca, Yes. And that ground, that ground, the ground of Pinoca is just always kind of it's different. Yeah. It's just really different. It is. And she just stood up on it and handled it fine. She handled Calgary fine. Even, you know, in the finals when it got a little drier and a little shiftier, she Ugh. just stood up on it. And She's that's just what makes the rodeo worse.
0: Yes. Absolutely. She's a unicorn.
1: She is, so she'll for sure be going back to the NFR this year, and I'm sure she'll win go-rounds and, you know, just continue to mark her name in the history books.
0: Absolutely. Everybody keeps buying the yellow horses and naming them sister.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> I know. And uh, so then in the number two spot after her huge win in Calgary, Lisa Lockhart, whoop, whoop. and we got to see Louie the first couple of rounds, and, you know, he pulled checks, mm-hmm. um, and then she decided to get on Rosa. and amazing you know we and she put her in a hackamore she ran her in a bozo hack i loved her in it um and you know i never get tired of seeing lisa win she is just a champion through and through i love the emotion she has for all of her horses and it's just amazing to watch her ride you know there was a little controversy on the internet on her you know having her hand on her horn and her opposite hand on the second barrel but what people need to know is is not easy to ride and she practically manipulated that mare to win in her hundred thousand. hundred thousand. so <laughs> she's going home with the big check and i hashtag terry k kirkland did it first because And people that don't know like terry k kirkland made the nfr in the early 2000s uh-huh. and she would always ride with the opposite hand going to the second third barrel
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know
1: why. There's, I guess that was just Terry Kay's way of doing it. Yes. It worked for her. And it worked for Lisa on Sunday.
0: You know what? I think they just stay out of their way. We have one girl up here, Miss Jenny Traub on Foxy, and uh, pretty much anywhere she goes, she's right up there, either winning it, second, third, and she does the same thing. She stays out of that horse's way, and the horse works, and they're fast. So you know what? Whatever works. It doesn't have to be pretty. This is a race. <laughs>
1: exactly. Whatever works. and. You know, Lisa started out her, her year pretty slow, uh-huh. just kind of running Louie and Rosa here and there. And I think Louie placed it like, Denver and stuff, and then she kind of maybe ran into a little problems with Rosa just talking with her. And I know going into Houston, Louie went in there, and I think he won the round, and I posted about it. and It was just phenomenal watching, but after the second round, um, some things actually happened to Louie. He had to be rushed to the vet. Um, and so Lisa had to call upon her young horse, Cutter, mm-hmm. which is by Prime Talent. And, um, he went in there, worked decent, I thought. Um, then she actually got on Tibby, the horse that Ivy Conrado made the NFR uh-huh. on the rookie season and, um, did okay, um, kind of got through the rounds, but didn't place. And Rosa was at the breeding farm and then Lisa, Still was, had Louis sideline. Rosa was still at the breeding farm, and she thought about drawing out of the Ram National Circuit Finals, but she ended up picking Cutter down there and won it.
0: Amazing. And Lisa's
1: been to the Ram National Circuit Finals several times on Louis, Rosa, Chisholm, I'm sure. I think Sterling even, and never won it. And takes this young horse Cutter and Ugh, wins it on it. Oh, again! Phenomenal. I know, and you know, everyone's after she went Calgary. This is her year. This is her year. You know, she won Calgary back in 2015, and we were all saying yeah. So I'm really hoping this year, it, it truly is her year, especially winning the Ram National Circuit Finals and Calgary in the same year. Mm-hmm. It's just really cool. And it's it's awesome that we get to see Louis again. And he just and then they drove all night to Cheyenne, and Louie placed in the first go of <laughs> Cheyenne in the, in the slack. So he's not done. No, <laughs> he's, he's not, not
0: done. done. King Louis.
1: He is. He's the ultimate comeback. So I'm so happy for Lisa, and we're going to see her back at DNFR again as well. Heck yeah. And then going into the number three spot, we have Nellie Miller, another world champion on another sister.
0: Hallelujah. Um,
1: She, I know, she kicked off her year right um, by winning Houston, I think for the second year in a row. or I think that's what it is. And she, um, so I mean, that just sets up her whole year. Um, Her California run was great um just placed i mean she literally just placed everywhere she won the first go of cheyenne the other day made the top four in calgary um won a round or two up there so we'll see her back on her amazing horse sister they're as well. so
0: fun to watch i love them
1: too just same trip every time yeah. it's just consistent it's then going into the fourth hole this is i'm pretty proud of this one uh, Emily Miller, and you got, and you, you, I remember you texting me saying, what's the grey horse that makes it look so easy at Pinoca Seriously, like, makes oh, it look so
0: easy. It was <laughs> unreal. I was just like, jaw dropped. What? Holy. Yeah, they're amazing. Ran the,
1: ran the, ran the fastest time. Yes. Up there and won the, won the long go on the average. And I had a little trouble, just drug the first barrel over. Just, yes. I think to be second behind Haley. And, yep. Um. But phenomenal horse in Chongo. But I've known Emily for years, like when we were in high school, because she's just a year or two older than me. Uh And um, this is no surprise seeing Emily Miller at the top. And you know, um, she was a champion in poles and cutting and goats and barrels and breakaway, and made state finals and national finals in you know high school and in the college levels. And I can remember her back when she had a pole horse named Snickers, um, a pole and barrel horse named Brandon that she ran at the IFYR. And actually a little girl owns him now. Aww. And he's in his mid to late 20s. And she goes to Jack and lopes through on him. And she had a horse named Dollar that, you know, won uh, go rounds at the Pratt College Rodeo. Um, I remember her running him at the BBR World Finals, the year that JL-7 was the arena record. And she placed. Um, then she kind of went into her, um, college years and she had a horse named Taco. And then there was a really special horse that I remember. Um, one night we were at the barrel bash in Topeka, Kansas, and I was sitting there and she was getting ready to run and she comes in there and this horse was really young. I don't know if he was a four or five year old, he may have been six. It's someone who's young. And... He went in there and placed, and I told Emily, I was like, that's going to be your next horse. Like, that's going to be the horse. And that was a horse called Okie Doki Doyle. Okay. And he was by Okie Doki Dale. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: And um, she called him Doyle. And this horse was just very unique style. And, like, after that run, he just really did light it on fire, and she made the college finals on him. Um, And, you know, just had a – that horse had a phenomenal career, but – actually ended up passing away uh, really young in life, um, kind of a freak accident. and But that, I, that horse like burns in my memory with Emily Miller, uh, Doyle does. Yeah. And then, you know, she had a couple others in between and then um, along came a horse named Pipe Wrench, mm-hmm. which she ran in one go of the Calgary Stampede. Um, and his register name is D 35 And this is where Kylie Weiss kind of comes into play. Okay. Um, Kylie and Emily just go hand in hand with one another. Um, Kylie actually trained Pipe Wrench and she trained Foxy and she uh, trained Chongo, the great horse.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, now, Pipe Ranch and Foxy are full siblings to Wolfie that we watched run at the NFR. Yeah. That we all loved. Yeah. And um, they are all by Buck Hancock Dude, which Nanji's owns, and so is Chongo. And then, uh, Piper Inch and Foxy are out of a first down dash and Meridoc mare.
0: Okay. And
1: then Chongo is by a Mister Eye Opener and O'Toole mare. So a little bit more run on him. Yeah. But um, I Emily goes and asks Kylie and Janae um, anything. They've really played a key role in her success and getting her good horses and helping her out and helping her rodeo and learn the ropes. And it's on. It's been Emily's secret weapon having those girls. I mean, we saw what Kylie. Ugh. did at the nfr yeah and janae won the world back in 03 so it's an ace in the hole for emily um having those girls and um you know whenever she needs the help she can ask them and it's just really cool seeing a family like that step in and help someone absolutely dreams come true
0: yeah that's huge and, and so, obviously a long time coming for her like look at all the steps she's things that she's won and places she's gone and it's like okay well what's next nfr that's what's next
1: Exactly. And, you know, I think that she wins about 10 more thousand, which she doesn't have to go too far to do that, I don't think. I think she's got it nailed down. And um, I hope that for her, because she's about, I think it was two years ago, she made the top four at Calgary, Mm -hmm. ended up fourth on pipe wrench. And I think she finished 17th in the world that year. So close. Kind of had some trouble with pipe wrench. She actually just got him back this year. He got hurt, and what they thought was wrong with him wasn't, and then they finally figured it out. So she is so ecstatic to be back on him this Amazing. year, and I'm so happy for her, and it's it's just, it's always cool when those horses get to come back, and yes. she has you know, the Foxy mare, and I know we were talking during Houston, she was really disappointed that she didn't have Foxy there, because that's kind of her indoor pin horse,
0: uh-huh.
1: and she ran Chongo, kind of had some ground trouble, she ran a bay horse. He was real young, didn't really act good, and she was she's pretty upset that she didn't have Foxy. But everything happens for a reason, and look what happened at Calgary. And exactly. Kronoka. So yeah. everything's good, and um, I think that she'll just continue to have success for the rest of the season. And you know, maybe it just wasn't quite her time a couple of years ago, and you know, and now it is. But you know, that year that she missed the finals by just a couple of holes, she also owned a horse that was it was a mayor and her name was q jet and she was a full sibling to rare dylan
0: that oh. we've seen at
1: the NFR with three different girls and she has a baby out of her by dash to Pain. so i think it's three or four this year so she's had lots and lots of night horses wow. so seeing her make the finals will not be a shock but you know some it's always someone i feel like people are like who's that but in my mind, it's no doubt that Emily Miller said in, to her first NPR this year. Well,
0: good. I think now, if anybody didn't know, they can listen to this, and then they'll know hundred percent.
1: Just Google her. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no. Emily's a you know, she's a she's a real sweet girl. So I'm really happy and excited for her. And then going into the number five spot, we have Jennifer Sharp. Um, Jennifer rides The Frenchman's fabulous mare that's out of a Martha Six moons mare. Okay. Uh, um, or I guess Frenchman's fabulous said The. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering what I. Everyone knows what I mean. I hope. Yeah. That um, she she did, she she kicked off her winner like with a vengeance. Like she did good at Fort Worth and she raised this horse, I believe, and she just had a phenomenal year. Broke the arena record at Calgary. Then Haley comes in and smashes it. You know, has yeah. to ruin everyone's dreams. <laughs> but um, Jennifer has just had a phenomenal year, too. I think that she'll really like the NFR. Oh, the, gosh, the yeah. Mac. I think she'll like that setup. Uh, that'll be really cool seeing her running there. The horse is all powerhouse. Kind of on the, yes, she is. And she has 77,000 So she can get about 20 more thousand. I think that she'll be in there, you know. Yeah. I think this year it's going to be, I think you're going to have to have, 90,000 won to get in I mean okay. I think it's going to be It's going to be tough I mean, it, it just seems like every year it gets tougher And tougher, there's so many more girls So much more horsepower And it's just ridiculous how tough It's getting out there
0: I wrote that down so that when we reconvene in December I can check back on my notes And see what last hole has won Yeah,
1: now that'll be interesting To yeah. see what we said And what actually happened But then going into the sixth hole This is when I am also really excited about uh, shaley lord mm-hmm. uh, shaley went to the nfr back in 2005 on a horse named sx doc slider i think everyone kind of remembers that horse he went with molly Powell in 04 and in 07 i believe okay and real unique real unique style would drop his front end and shaley won several go rounds on him and was real close to a world title but a couple barrels kept her from it um, but this year she has seventy six thousand one. And the really cool thing is she is the only cowgirl in the top nine in the world that did not go to Calgary and still has that much one. So she and her rodeo count, I wish I would have wrote that down, is only like twenty two, twenty three.
0: Wow. So I
1: mean, she has this much one, didn't go to Calgary. She rides a horse called Freckles of Fame, which is a stud horse that we saw Ashley Schaefer, okay. run at the ERAs. And also Brittany Prozy tanazi uh, ran at the NFR, I believe, two years ago uh-huh. and placed in some goes on him. So I am exceptionally excited to see Shaylee get back to the NFR on him and see what they can do. She was second at Reno. She split the win at Greeley. I think she placed today at Salinas. She's going back to the second round at Cheyenne. It's going to be a good rest of the season for Shaylee, and I believe that we will see her and Can-Man at the NFR, and I will be their number one fan. I feel like there's several this year that I'm just, like, I'm (laughs) rooting for. I'm, like, number one fan. Or, like, all of them. them. I know all of them, and I feel bad, like, whenever I make a post about one, it's like, I don't hate you, I love all of you, but you're winning right now, I don't mean to fangirl. <laughs> but it's, it's like, I want all of you to win, but you're you're higher right now, so you go. So yeah. I just want everyone to win, though. But I, ha- I definitely have my favorites, I guess, I guess I really wouldn't call it favorites, I just know a couple of them more yeah. personally, yeah. and so I just kind of, like, cheer them on extra hard, kind of like... Emily and Shaylee and stuff, so it's kind of like, I just want to get behind them. Of course. Especially since it's Emily's first time. Yeah. It's been a while since Shaylee, and so it's just really cool to finally see Shaylee getting back up there, because she's had several nice horses over the years, and just for Can Man to be in his prime and, you know, getting it done, it's just really cool to see, and it's really cool for Spit quarter horses who own him, mm-hmm. um, to own such a phenomenal stallion and get that publicity at such a national level. So then after Shaylee, we go to the one and only Britney Cozy tanazi What was? Um yeah, just another solid season from Brittany riding so many different horses, um, of course. And they're all
0: just phenomenal um, athletes.
1: They're all and phenomenal in everything that she's running now except for Duke. She raised and she trained, which I think is just such a testament to her breeding program and mm-hmm. her training program, and it's just really cool to see that for Brittany, and, you know, still watching Duke run, it's still phenomenal to me, and placing, and
0: what year helping is her it? along.
1: I know, what year is it? Louie, Latte, and Duke, Amazing. <laughs> it is amazing, and today, I don't think he placed at Salinas, but she did run him, and he was with, like, three tenths off the pace, and so... <laughs> I mean, it's just really cool that Duke can still do that for her. and
0: Heck yeah. um,
1: You know, up at the Calgary, Mona, I don't think really liked that hard fan. No. Um, you know, she went to Cheyenne and ended up fifth, like yeah. next day. Exactly. So deeper there. And she ran Katniss in the wild card, had some ground trouble, literally lost going to the finals by 4 1000. And if she wouldn't have slipped, I think that the arena record would have been in jeopardy because the mayor found her first and uh-huh
0: was she's was working her yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and uh, that mare I still say that mare is just she's one of the best I've ever seen Britney own you've she's been saying phenomenal. that
0: you've been saying that since December I believe day, it. One.
1: Yeah. day one yeah ever since I watched the mare there's even a video on Britney's Facebook page of the mare loping through as a four-year-old like just loping and you're just like wow this yeah. is really something and when she nails that first barrel she just has such an explosive move and it's just so fun to watch and I know that she won on her she won second at Jackson this year she placed at Cody Wyoming which is literally like one of the toughest barrel races over the fours because it's we we went 10,000 for first like it's the toughest slack ever and um, she placed there on her placed a couple other places then the the birdie mare, which be a maternal sister to Katniss, won, has won a couple of rodeos for Brittany. Um, so it's just really cool to see that whole program working for her. And then, of course, Moana placing at Cheyenne the other day, made the short go at Fort Worth for her. Mm-hmm. Um, several other runs along the way. So she, I think she won the um, – what's that rodeo out in Arizona? She won a round out there. So, I mean – She's split it up against, you know, amongst all of them. And I think that's just even more amazing when you can get on that many and keeping them fresh.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Don't have to run one or two at all of them. You got a a few to pick from. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And the more season the younger mares get, I think the more lethal Brittany will be. She's got her arsenal lined up, I'll put it that way. Absolutely. <laughs> and the thing is, having that many horses, she's not going to go home probably like some girls will. She'll just continue she can, going through yeah. September because she's like, I'll just season these Colts, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, be always happy for Brittany. She's a true competitor. She always pulls it out of the hat, it seems. And um, I can't wait to see her get back to the NFR this year and see who she decides to run down the alleyway. So then after Brittany, uh, we have Jessica Rotier, the mother of five. She's having another great year with 68,000 won. She won a rodeo in the mud. She ran a 1719. Second place was a 178. <laughs> 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 in the mud.
0: Oh, God, that is unreal.
1: <laughs> I know. It was a phenomenal run. Uh, that's a really cool horse. You know, I remember talking before the NFR last year. We didn't really, me and you really didn't have much to say about. About it, that she went into the NFR and ended up a reserve world champion yes. and really proved that she deserved to be there. I hope she gets back because I think that I think just another year of confidence in Jessica and that mayor will really show in the Thomas and Mac. After Jessica, of course, we have Ivy Conrado with sixty six thousand one. J Lo, love J Lo.
0: Like,
1: I think she, I think she got second or third in the round at Salinas today. Great. She did a really good run. I got to watch it on the live feed. She worked really good and did good in Calgary. Won, mm-hmm. like, two rounds, I think.
0: Yep. J-Lo's phenomenal. Yeah. Like, so, just another stunning horse.
1: Well, just re- another Palomino mare. Another Palomino <laughs>
0: mare. You guys, if we're not selling you on Palomino mares, I don't know. <laughs> I know what I'm getting next. That's yeah, all I want. Yeah,
1: done. Just give me the Palomino mare. Yeah. <laughs> but she's so effortless mm-hmm. and the an Ivy riders right? are so quiet. And it's just real, I hope that they get to go back. But, but, you know, every year at the NFR, I just always like to see those teams that I crave to watch and, you know, that yeah. do good in there. Because you can have horses that do good in the big outdoor pins, but we're going into the small building. I want to see teams that do good. I want to see records be broke.
0: Me too. And it's
1: just always fun when you have those horses. They go in there and work, and so far, all the horses that are in the top end, I think will fit the confines with the Thomas and Mac. And then going in to the 10th spot, we have Erica Nelson. Now, Erica Nelson would be another NFR rookie. She's from Florida. Um, she has a horse, I think his name is Good French Friday, and he's Frenchman's guy bred, super cool horse. Um, she actually ran at Calgary last year. Uh-huh. Um had some ground trouble up there. I know that Haley Kinzel let her run PJ in the last go and place. Oh! Um, but she's been, yeah, yeah, she's been having a really good year. Um, she made the top four at the Ram National Circuit Final and has just kind of been chipping away and placing. Um, I know two nights ago in um, Nampa, uh-huh. Idaho, she slipped yeah. and drove the first barrel over. Um, so that kind of dunk because that horse really he works good outside but i love him indoors yeah um but that's a really cool horse and another one that i think that would really fit in the thomas and mac so i like the top 10 so far it's not set in stone if the top 10 will make it but um so far i think those girls would be really cool um then another person that I'm super rooting for is actually in the number 15 spot. Yeah. Her name is Lucinda Rose. Okay. Um, she is from Willard, Missouri. She has a really cool sorrel horse. I've been outran by her several times. <laughs> um, so I'm really pulling her on. Uh, she, I think she placed in the first go of Cheyenne, if I'm not mistaken, had a good run in Selena today. Um, but I'm really pulling for her as well.
0: Who else? Uh, Who else real, is there? Someone to watch for. Um,
1: well, first Mary Walker is back on latte, which is just like wow. <laughs> uh, who would have thought the day would come that we've seen him back? And she's studying in the top twenty five in the world. Yeah. Um, which is just awesome that all these it's just awesome that we have such great vets and technology that we can get these phenomenal horses back.
0: Yes. But so, you know, in the
1: end it all comes down to their heart and for them to come back and lay it out on the line like Duke. Louie and Latte. Yeah. It's just really awesome to witness. Um, but, you know, another that I'm not counting out yet is Ivy Hurst. Okay. She has a horse that's named um, Top of the Rock. That's a Judd Little uh, raised horse. Mm-hmm. She won Reno on him by several tenths. Um, she won Red Lodge, Montana, um, you know, and kind of has she had a couple of barrels along the way. But she won't let it get to her. Like, she will continue on the rest of the summer trying to make it. And, you know, I dang sure think Ivy is going to give it all she has, and she definitely has the horse to be there. Yeah. Um, and what's funny about it is she actually got this horse that she's running in to sell for a gal. And it was kind of one of those things where, okay, he's got it. Like, I yeah. need this horse. Yeah. So she ended up getting him for herself and, now here she is. and he he's kind of a little bit of a problem horse, like real cheaty, yeah. Like, and she also talks about how when she how she works him is how he's going to run because he's so cheaty. But yet, if you work him big, that's how he's going to run. So she's really worked on like learning the ins and outs of him, and it's really paying off. And she's been having a phenomenal year.
0: That's awesome. I'm glad. You know, when you get the right horse and the right rider together, and they can make those things work out, that's cool.
1: Yes, and she said that when she went out on the California run is when she kind of really realized how to ride him and how much she had to just use her feet. And it's amazing to me because Ivy, Ivy is actually PJ Berger's sister that's oh, been to the NFR yeah, and is Mary Berger's uh, daughter-in-law. Um, So lots of family ties there, yeah. um, plenty of people to go to for help. Absolutely. Uh, but it's funny to me how Ivy is like, oh, I should have known to use my feet, you know, or I need to use my feet on this horse. When I'm kind of, like, sitting over here, like, you're Ivy Hurst. Like, you're my badass friend. Like, you didn't know that? So it baffles (laughs) me how we just ride, you know what I mean? It's just, like, we forget things on certain horses, and it's just amazing to me that someone like Ivy learned that about herself and just, oh, I just need to do this when I'm just sitting over here, like, you're so amazing, dude. Like, Wow. It's amazing that we can all improve along the way. Yes, that's the best part. So, it is. That's what's so great about barrel racing is you can never stop learning. Exactly. Never stop growing.
0: Yes. And it's just
1: awesome. So, I think that she has a really good shot. Um, Definitely kind of a wild card, though. Well. We'll see.
0: Man, there's too many to be pulling for here. Blaine. You got me hyped up on, like, everybody.
1: (laughs) Well and then there's the rookie Carly Taylor that did win Cody in the ten thousand on her Venero mare. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: And so where is she sitting, yeah.
1: do you know? She's in the top twenty five, I believe. Okay. It's no less than thirtieth. I mean it's definitely top twenty five is where she's at. So I mean she could get on a winning streak and get in there too. I know she's sitting good at Nampa, so we'll see. But she has a that mare's really nice too.
0: Man, there's still the rest of July. August and then when is the cutoff date?
1: The last day of September. So
0: we there is still time for people. Like anything can I happen. Know. Oh, it's crazy. Anything can happen.
1: There's a lot of money on the line, and it's gonna get real stupid. <laughs> <laughs> stupid but exciting. Stupid. So I'm pumped it's for a, that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's it's all exciting and. Every year I just feel like the caliber of horses that we get to watch down the alleyway of the Thomas and Matt just 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 like it goes up like one percent every year and you think, you know, when Taylor Jacob broke the arena record, like, wow, this right. is the greatest set of horses and then we see Cassie go in there on Firewater Make Me Happy and mm-hmm. break the arena record and then two runs later Haley goes in there and just smashes it. And it's just like, how do we get any better than this? And I just feel like we just keep keep getting better.
0: Yeah, we do. We do. The breeding keeps getting better. Training keeps getting better. Ground keeps getting that better. Works. I've been seeing constantly on Facebook in that um, Miles' Texas rodeos yes, page Rodeo. yeah mm-hmm. that page you're constantly constantly seeing um, committees I mean there's still some committees that don't know better and they can't necessarily fix ground but there's committees I mean look at what Calgary looked like when it was under water and then girls yeah. were having safe runs I mean when it got a little bit too dry eh, there were some slips but you're looking – there's rodeos down in the south where the committees will step it up and do anything they can, and they make the ground better. And when we have safer ground, we've got confident girls, confident horses, and they can run. They can make those fast, record-breaking runs. And that's
1: great to see. Exactly. Exactly yeah. what Haley said up there about Calgary. and Yeah. And I honestly think you want to run in the mud at Calgary or definitely you want some moisture on it. Agreed. I don't know why – it's just there's just a little hard pan, especially at that second barrel because yep. the chuck wagon totally. right there.
0: Exactly. And
1: um but I mean it's part of it. But another thing that I don't think gets highlighted enough because for some reason it's like shameful is the vet work. Like how much we have evolved in vet work mm-hmm. and injections and enhancements and I'm not talking about like illegal substance. I'm just talking about like Certain enhancements that can help a horse perform at its best, you know, because these are athletes. And yes. I really do feel like there should be a little bit more openness from the pro girls about like this is my routine, this is what I do. Hey, let me show you how to hit a vein. Like, hard... I don't think there should be anything shameful. No, I don't a think vein, so giving either. Giving a horse fentanyl or LASIK.
0: But the hard thing is, is that there are people that are and that will shame them and talk poorly of yeah. them and as much as you know we don't want we want to have the attitude like this is what's works i don't care about what people say people still care what people say you still care about oh, yeah. those things we right
1: all do. and i think that there are some horses out there that are just legit unicorns that don't run on anything i think yeah. that they just have a god-given gift
0: yeah absolutely. but i do think
1: there are some horses that do need the help of a needle it's just it's just how it is and how um cutthroat our game is and every tenth counts and like I said I'm not talking about using like something crazy but definitely the banamine LASIK you know you don't want your horse to bleed yeah and I would much rather them not bleed than bleed and I just feel like there's a terrible stigma about bleeders and I can tell you right now several of those horses run down Thomas and Mac will bleed out their guts if they don't get LASIK
0: exactly yeah we're gonna chit chat a little bit about Canadian rodeo. Um, number one in the standings right now is Mary Walker. She's got 14 on her rodeo count. Now to go to the Canadian Finals Rodeo, you have to have um, a 15 rodeo count. Um, we take 12 to finals, and five Americans can get in. Um, Mary Walker with 14, so she's just shy of one. I think Mary could go to uh, the CFR. She could be at least like you know top four get back into Calgary, she could, if she wanted, she'd get to Houston, um, and then she could set for 2020 NFR.
1: Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and there's no doubt in my mind that she couldn't do that. You know, I don't see why she would not just even borrow a horse and enter a rodeo just so she had that rodeo count. Um, But definitely that could be a strategy for Mary to, you know, finally get it back to the NFR if she doesn't this year, or, or even just another trip then. Uh, but I think everyone wants to strive to make the Calgary Stampede. And
0: yeah. um,
1: that's definitely an alternate ticket is by using the Canadian finals.
0: Yeah, and if you can do it, well, why not try to do it? Um, Haley Kinsel's number two with 23,000 won up here, but she's only gone to three rodeos. Number three is just Of course she has. Yeah, <laughs> of course she has. Um, number three is Justine Elliott. She's got 22,000 after 21 rodeos. She's awesome to watch. Number four, Taylor Manning. Um, I believe Taylor Manning is... 14 15 years old um she's unreal to watch as well oh man the young ones are so fun to watch and they're both both those two girls are so sweet so nice you can talk to them anywhere they're they're wonderful girls i love the heck out of them um, number five Emily Miller she's only been to five rodeos so she won't be coming back I don't think number six is Jenna O'Reilly she rides this really cool uh little cowbred horse x-ray and um she was one of the ones she made it into the top four at Pinoka and um they're oh, one nice. of my they're one of my favorite teams they've got almost rodeo count but we still have a few rodeos left here um number seven Brooke Wills um she's got 11,000 won Jennifer Sharp is in eighth place with I mean, she's only been to nine rodeos, 10,000, around the 10,000 mark. Uh, Stacy Rosica, she is sitting number nine with in the 10,000 mark after 19 rodeos. Stacy has amateur rodeoed for a long time. I used to run against her on Bay K, and at one point I think she was going to sell K, and I was like, you know, I just don't think you should do this, Stacy. She ended up keeping her, and boom, here she is, she's going to be going to her first CFR, no doubt about it, she's been winning awesome. a whole bunch of rodeos, placing in the top, like, really chipping away, she's busted her butt, and so I'm really excited to watch her run at the CFR. Uh, Kim Grotowski, she is in the rookie race down south, um, but I think she's a little further down the standings, uh, but right now she's sitting 10th in the Canadian standings um, after 18 rodeos, around the 10,000 mark. Isn't it kind of funny, though? to hear me talking about Canadian Finals Rodeo and like what we've won or what the girls have won at this point in the season and then you look at what the what the WPRA like where their money's at like it's still good money to be won. It could be better, of course. But also, I mean, there's so many more rodeos down there to go to. I mean, there's reasons for it. It's not like we pay 200 bucks to win these rodeos in Canada. Okay. <laughs> Let me just exactly. get that straight. And, but. and,
1: and, you know, I mean, Emily, that money she went up there, that's why she is setting them for you know, four in the world. Exactly. You know, that helped her. Yes. And so, I mean, those Canadian rodeos and the committees are just awesome from what I've been able to see and hear about. Yeah, it's just always an amazing experience. It seems like when those girls do get to go rodeo in Canada, and I know they're thankful for it.
0: Absolutely, I'm sure. You know, monsoon June could go away, and the colder nights for yeah. especially <laughs> the Texans and anyone from Florida. I'm sure they could do without it. I know it. That- i know that emily
1: emily was like i'm freezing up here she said <laughs> the short go of Pinocchio. she said i have never been so cold in my freaking life <laughs> oh my gosh
0: mike beers in the team roping he roped in a hoodie. They're watching the the boys in the tie down roping. You could see like Tyson Durfee rubbing his hands together and blowing on his hands, and you could see his breath in the live feed. So, I mean, Canadian rodeos, we've got the weather conditions. So maybe some people (laughs) will be deterred by that, but otherwise, come on up to. Some friendly Canadian rodeos. Uh, number eleven, Bertina Olufsen. She made CFR last year on her due course. Um, number twelve, we have Angela Ganter. She's been to eighteen rodeos, and uh, with a couple people, we'll be getting bumped out. Those Americans that have the, <clears throat> pardon me, lower amount of rodeos, she'll be in there if she keeps chipping away. Uh, Tammy Fisher's at thirteenth, but she's only got three. Jackie Ganters at fourteenth. She has fifteen rodeos, and then fifteenth place, I added up to fifteen. Um, Riley Trendholm. I don't really know her, so I don't have anything I can say right now. Riley, if you're listening, give me a shout. Let's chat so next time I know what to talk about. Um, but, yeah, that's what's happening in uh, Canadian Rodeo. I mean, we've got Saskatchewan, I think, has been getting a lot of rain as well. And Saskatchewan Rodeo is, I think, this weekend. So we'll see how things change. I don't know. I'm I'm still wondering if Mary's going to come back for a couple more and then can go to finals up here and set her sights on 2020. Calgary, we'll see.
1: Well, you know, Angela and Jackie—they stay up there quite a bit. Yeah, so I bet you they're not done rodeoing no. up there because they kind of—they make that their trademark of what they do. And Jackie's sitting good still in the standings, and she's definitely—you know—she's still a contender because she's still in the top twenty-five. You know, just mm-hmm. going to have to kind of see what she does. I know that she made the progressive rounds at Cheyenne, and it'll just—it'll be interesting to see if her mom and her can make the Canadian finals together. And yeah see what they can get done up there and see if Jackie kind of pull through the rest of the season and see if she can make her third NFR too
0: that would be really cool yeah she's sitting 21 in the standings after 46 rodeos and she's got about 40,000 just just over 40,000 one down there so yeah, yeah yeah I mean middle of the you season never, it's, you never want to count her out. no not at all Jackie's yeah Jackie's pretty cool got a good string of horses um it's interesting to chat in the middle of the year about what's going on with everyone and who's who in the standings and what but then it really comes down to the nitty gritty who's going to be sitting on the bubble at the end I I don't know that's I think the most exciting time for me is like okay it's happening like who's getting in I know Yeah. who is
1: going to make it that is I think that is the thrill like you know the top seven in my like Brittany up I feel like because she's at 76 thousand and then of course Haley at 130 but you know Brittany at 76 and then it drops to Jessica at 68 I kind of feel like that 10,000 area it's kind of where it starts to differentiate like yeah. okay where are you going to go where are you going to run is you know Brittany like I said earlier has the horsepower. power like yeah. she can step off something else or someone else like Jessica Routier she kind of only has one horse like what are you going to do is that horse going to stay together you know
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and moving forward and it's it's just always interesting like that about that eighth hole to about thirtieth in the world because there are so many rodeos to go because you could be sitting thirtieth right now and then all of a sudden you win Cheyenne you win you know Dodge City you win you know Ellensburg and then all of a sudden you're making the NFR
0: yeah ah it's crazy it's crazy and we're along for the ride every year. It's like a roller coaster ride. Exactly. I don't want
1: to get off. <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorites, and I always love the last, like, month and a half because it's just, like, I check, like, even now, I check every Monday. Like, I want to know, like, he's <laughs> getting where. Like, after Calgary, I was like, okay, how much do they have one? Okay. Yeah. But, you know, those last, those last four weeks, it's like, oh, man, if she does this here, if she does that there you know she'll make it and then if she hits here she won't make it you know I remember a year Sherry Servy finished 16th in the world by like $200 Ugh. and she said if I would have just like placed here earlier in the year I would have made it and she made like two all-night drives the last like three days of the year and lost it by just a couple hundred dollars Ugh. it's just it's It's just amazing how tough the competition is.
0: Okay, well, thank you so much again for coming on to the podcast. Or should I say thank you for having me on your podcast today? I really appreciate (laughs) it. We will uh, catch up with you soon, Blaine.
1: All right. No problem. You have a good day.
0: You too. Bye.